Hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Fucking Mentality. Uh, today we're going to talk about something that I posted on my TikTok, which I wasn't really expecting the reaction that I got, but I got it. Uh, let's talk about specialties. So I know that a lot of times we use specialist as a way to market ourselves. And I'm not against it. Trust me. I've done it. I still do it. It's just, it's a little bit easier to say, oh, I specialize in XYZ instead of really just kind of going into depth of what I actually do. But I've kind of realized something here recently that stems from that whole phrase of specialty because specialty is a very um, powerful word. Powerful? Well, I can't say that. Powerful word. Um, because when I think of a specialty, I think of that you are educated enough in this topic or in this service or whatever the fucking case may be enough to say that you can cater to everybody and anybody that deals with this specific issue. So what I'm kind of pinpointing is in particular blonde specialists. So something that I've noticed a lot of, um, you know, newer stylists or just stylists in general um, they'll put in their Instagram bios or talk on their social media, on their TikTok, whatever, whatever, about being a blonde specialist. And while that's not a bad phrase to use, what I have seen and what I have learned through my own trial and error is in order to be a blonde specialist, you have to be able to cater to blonding on any level of hair. So you need to be educated enough to, to understand the melanin in all levels of hair and how to deal with said melanin. Um, you know, I could go into, into depth about what melanin is and, you know, how it works and all that jazz, but I'll save that for an episode on um, Straight Outta Cosmo, my education platform. But we all know that anything darker than a level five is is pretty pretty uh pretty dense, um, pretty packed with melanin, pretty uh pretty orange, pretty red, you know, has different different um, undertones and underlying pigment as somebody that's a level seven and above. And what I've noticed is that there's all these blonde specialists, and again, this is this is also not to talk shade and to talk shit about anybody who does this. This is just to give people a different perspective and to hopefully reframe how they look at this stuff because blonding on blonde hair is very, very, very easy. Um, and I'm so glad that people are acing that, right? Because I feel like starting with blonde specialty and saying that you're blonde, you know, you're blonding, you're blonding. But if I look at your page and all I see is, you know, natural level sevens and above, that's a great thing. I'm really glad that you're able to understand how to blonde and use lightener enough on hair that is already significantly lighter. Because that in and of itself, that's its own craft. That's its own specialty. However, when I hear, again, when I hear blonde specialist, I want to see some dark brunettes that are super bright also on the page. Because saying that you're a specialist means that you specialize in the art of blonding, right? So you specialize in the art of take removing melanin out of the hair safely and creating a blonde look. And... Also, partially the reason why I'm talking about this is, again, this is, this is again, no shade, but and I'm going to keep saying that because I really don't want anyone to take this the wrong way, even if you do, whatever, that's on you. But what I have learned is those that blonde on blonde hair and that kind of use that terminology usually have a chip on their shoulder. And again, that's not to say, you know, that 
it's not to say anything bad about that, but when I hear someone say that they're a blonde specialist and I look at their page and all they are is blonding on blonde, I kind of, I, not that I judge, but I kind of get an idea of who they are as an individual. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because I have, I've seen this culture kind of come from being a blonde specialist. I've kind of seen what is created by saying that you are a blonde specialist. So I hope that by listening to this episode, it kind of gives you a reframed mindset on what how you want to market yourself because if you want to be a blonde specialist you absolutely can but you need to specify saying that you are a blonde specialist on blonde hair that's important and again it's not to say that that's not a skill because it absolutely fucking is like lightener is a scary thing but that needs to be that needs to be specified because there has also been a lot of clients that i've i've seen on my on my tiktok and and everywhere for that matter that get disgruntled and get upset when they go to someone who is a blonde specialist and maybe has a level five and below hair, gets their hair done, and they leave orange. And it's because they didn't know how to deal with that kind of hair. And um, yeah, I'm just kind of ranting at this point because this is why I did my, my, my TikTok, which again, I was very, very shocked that it even blew up the way that it did. But all in all, the, the moral to my point is you can say that you are a blonde specialist, but you need to specify what kind of blonding you are doing. You know, if you blonding on blonde hair, blonding on brunette hair, blonding on um, ethnic hair, you know, blonding is a very general term and can be very off-putting and can be very misleading because, you know, again, if someone looks at your page and they have naturally darker hair and they see blonde specialists, they're like, oh shit, yeah, you know, they know what the hell they're talking about when it comes to blonding. Um, And if you've never worked with anything lower than a level five, it will humble you and it will scare the shit out of you. So... All in all, this rant that kind of didn't make sense, but did make sense at the same time. Being a specialist is not a bad thing. You just need to specify what it is that you are specializing in within that specialty. So like, a good, excuse me, a good example that I just thought of is, you know, pediatricians. They, they specialize, they're a doctor, right? But they specialize in children. But then you can go even further and you can do a pediatric... Um, a doctor that deals with, you know, children with certain types of illnesses like cancers or stuff like that. You know, that, I would consider that a specialty, right? Being a pediatric doctor, yeah, that's, don't get me wrong, that's a specialty. He works with a specific type of clientele, but there is a, there's a specialty within the specialty, right? So that's kind of what I'm getting at. I think it's important that we need to um, kind of talk about that on our, on our socials and kind of bring some awareness to, it's not saying that you don't have the skill set. It's just you are comfortable with X, Y, Z. And I'm all about hair inclusivity. And that's something that I kind of wanted to touch base on. I'm all about hair inclusivity. I think hair inclusivity is a, ba- a badass thing. And I think it's really, really important. But I don't think you should be a jack of all trades. I just I just don't. I don't, I don't think, you know, I don't think you should, you know, be a, you know, texture specialist, right? Because texture is a very broad spectrum, right? Saying you're a blonde specialist, that's a very, very like broad spectrum. But being able to blonde on any, you know, color of hair or any type of hair, that's a very beautiful trait to have, but not everyone has it. And I don't expect everybody to, too. So it's not to say that you should just do one kind of hair, but I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry, guys. Hair inclusivity. Holy shit. I totally lost my train of thought. 
with hair inclusivity, um, I do believe in it and I don't. I think it's cool that people can can niche down and cater to a very, very specific clientele, but I also think it's really cool to do more of a broad spectrum of things. But if you're gonna do the broad spectrum, you need to kind of highlight your strong suits, but if you're gonna niche down, make sure that you niche down and you also specify your strong suits. So I think, I think like overall, like I'm kind of figuring this out of my head as I'm talking about it. I think it's just important that we, we need to kind of clarify like what the fuck it is that we do, you know? Like I say that I do corrections. Well, what the fuck, what does that even mean? You know, I'm not, I'm not doing corrections to do vivids. You know, I'm doing corrections to, to remove box color and to, you know, do extension transformations and, you know, take fine, brittle hair and make it this beautiful thing. So that, you know, I'm, I'm over here, I'm doing a different kind of corrections, right? Uh, I don't even like saying that I'm a specialist in it because I, I have a lot to fucking learn. And to be quite frank with you, someone who had really, really textured hair, I can work with it. Don't get me wrong. I have experience with it, but am I well versed in it? Hell no. So am I gonna am I gonna market to that? No. So yeah, just some food for thought, guys. Hair inclusivity is not a bad thing. It's a very it's a great thing, but it's also uh, only meant for certain people. Because if that's what you want, that's what you want. Um, but I will say, hair inclusivity does come with a lot of uh, responsibility. And you know, if that's if that's the route you want to take, awesome. Just make sure that you are well-versed in every little thing. Um, and if not, then just specify what you niche down in because there's no shame in that. But we need to make sure that we are specifying what kind of specialty we are within that specialty. Guys, I hope this fucking rant made sense. It it sounded better in my head when I was talking about it. And I I, uh, I know it makes sense in my brain, but I always just hope that everyone understands what the hell I'm talking about because I like to rant sometimes. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of The Fucking Mentality. This is one of my mini episodes where I rant and just kind of talk about things that are on my brain. Um, guys, make sure you like, like, comment, subscribe. No, that's my YouTube. Um, I do have a YouTube, guys. I do vlogging on my YouTube. But make sure you guys are subscribing to my podcast because I do have interviews of amazing individuals, different people in the, in the entrepreneurial field, self-made field. And if you guys are looking to be on the podcast and speak your truth and talk about topics maybe that you're not comfortable talking about on your social platform and need a different outlet, please feel free to reach out at thefugumentality at gmail.com. It is the F-K-U mentality, uh, Y-O-U, not the letter U, but uh, I can't put fuck in the email. <laughs> so it has to be F-K, the F-K-Y-O-U mentality at gmail.com. Guys, shoot me an email. Let's get you on the podcast. Let's talk about some things that are uh, taboo or just some things you want to talk about. So thanks so much.